We welcome you to Extra Point Indiana, presented by Lawrence Technological University. I'm Mark Forster filling in for Greg Rakestrand. You know this guy. It's Bob Stambazzi. The Baz is with us as well. We're recapping week eight of the high school football season, as well as talking a little bit about sectionals coming up here in a couple of weeks. But uh, we always start with the games that we had where were you at last week? We had a week? great uh, great night with rain and wind and cold. <laughs> everybody Southwood. did in some form or fashion. <laughs> we had a great game. Southwood uh, stays unbeaten, beats Rochester and TRC play 31 to nothing. So uh, just a cold, blustery night. It sure was. What, you know, what, what stood out to that game to you? Because was that an expected result from your standpoint? By, by far. Uh, what really stood out for me was the inability of both teams to throw the football. Right. And the inability, when you're sitting there seeing 31 points on the board, to run the football. I mean, it was short steps, and uh, pray I didn't slide too far. So that's how the game was played all night long. Yeah, in a in a mist, a heavy mist, and a lot of wind. And uh, the, the outcome came out about what you thought, but uh, the teams played hard. Well, I had a Hoosier Heritage Conference battle with Yorktown and Pendleton Knights. It's funny you mentioned uh, it was difficult to throw the football. We asked Coach Mike Wilhelm after their 15-6 win, did they consider throwing the football because they ran it, only threw it once. He said his quarterback's hands were frozen. They would have done it. The win wasn't a factor, but this was an interesting game. Yorktown had beaten pretty much every team that they were supposed to beat this year. Pendleton Heights came in at 4-3, and three, and Yorktown was able to get the win in a game where they wanted to prove themselves a little bit. They won 15-6 to with Pendleton Heights making four critical mistakes, three turnovers, one uh, punt return that was fumbled into the end zone for a safety, and Yorktown was just steady with solid defense and running the football. But as far as it goes to 6A, there were uh, at the top not a lot of changes. Avon squeaked by Zionsville, showing just how balanced 6A is. A three-point win over a an under 500 Zionsville team, 31 to 28. Lafayette Jeff had no problems with Logan Sports, 63 to 18. And the surprise of 6A, and again, maybe it's not a surprise because we've talked about how balanced it's been over right. the course of the year. It's number three Warren Central, blanked by number nine Carmel, 28 to nothing. Which we'll talk about the the Mick a little bit later is the craziness that we could see in week nine, a possible four-way tie, but how much does this result surprise you? It surprised me a lot uh, getting uh, Warren Central getting shut out, I mean by Carmel. Sure. Carmel's now standing football team, but uh, uh, shut them out totally and put 28 points on the board to me is a, is a real shocker. What about this Snyder-Fort uh, Wayne-Dwinger game? Uh, the uh, Fort Wayne-Dwinger coming off a state championship. They defeat number six Snyder in 6A, 14-7. to seven. You know that area uh, quite a lot better than I do, but that, that that's a pretty good result for Dwinger there. It definitely is. It was a running game, and we always look at Snyder and their speed. Well, win had a factor up at the Summit City in that ball game. Uh, you had the outstanding quarterback, and Brennan Lytle uh, wasn't able to throw for uh, for Dwinger, so he put the ball on the ground. They grounded out. There weren't a lot of yards in the game. As you can see, 14-7, it was a great sack football game. Absolutely. And going back to the Mick, number seven, North Central continues pace, continues to put themselves in the mix this week. Nine, as we mentioned, going to be very interesting for uh, the Mick. Number eight, 
Ben Davis fell to Lawrence Central. So again, uh, another just balanced Mick performance there. Uh, number 11, Warsaw, was victorious. And number 12, Fishers, over number 13, Westfield, at the end of the day. In 5A, it's been a competition really at the top from the start to finish. And, you know, New Pal and Cathedral were, saw, were uh, excited to see uh, the way the sectional turned out for them, that the possible regional matchup between the two of them, no problems in both of their matchups. New Pal, big over Newcastle, 60. To six, number two Cathedral over three A number four Brebuff twenty one to seven. But I feel like every week when this program we, we talk about Valpo right. and, and Valpo again, very impressive forty six to seven. And as we talk about the sectionals going forward, we can talk more about this. But they're forgetting about this Valpo team. Different time zone. I know that sounds silly, yes. but you're up there in the region. Uh, uh, they're kind of tucked away. It's about like if you're playing baseball and you're on the West Coast. Nobody right. knows about you. Well, that's the same thing up there in the region. And Valpo quietly uh, playing some outstanding football. The Vikings are hitting on all eight cylinders right now. Uh, handled Portage the other night, another mm -hmm. Doolin team. So uh, uh, this is going to be an exciting Valpo team to watch play football come state tournament time. It sure will. And I'm looking at some of these scores, and it shows the wind and the cold was, was – Certainly a factor with the win by number six Concord over Northridge, ten to nothing. Um, Elkhart Central fell to to Penn, and we've been talking about how Penn's been a little down, but that's a really good win over a good five A program. Oh, it's a huge win, and when you look at Elkhart Central right now playing some of the best football they've played in years, and for Penn to get that win, uh, that's really big. And Franklin, big over Greenwood, 41-7. to uh, This one was uh, uh, two ranked teams in different classes, but number nine, Mishawaka, over 3A, number five, Mishawaka Marion, 15-6. to Again, just a, a battle of wills and defense and running the football, very important. When you have three teams out of the Mishawaka area, of Mishawaka, Mishawaka Marion, and Penn, Where's the football players? You know, right. and and everybody was at this ball game at Mishawaka, and uh, uh, to get a big win over Marion like that, because a lot of people are talking uh, Marion maybe going to the state. I don't know, but really a good football team. But uh, to get a win over them. That's exciting. It is. We're going to move down to 4A, number one, New Prairie. No problems with South Bend. Riley, 48-14. to 14. They continue pace. And this is a team I think I mentioned a couple weeks back mm -hmm. when I was on the program with you and Greg. You know, number four, Marion beats Indianapolis Tech 30-18. to 18. I'm telling you, Tech is a very dangerous team with the amount of playmakers they have. And for a team in 4A and Marion in two similar styles, Tech, you know, kind of bunched in, in a sectional in 6A. But... They have some athletes, but Marion you know, had a little bit more athletes on this night. Marion has speed again. I know that's been a common co uh, comment uh, today so far, but Marion has a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism, right. and they got a lot of team, and I think we forget that word sometimes. They play very well together. They sure do. They sure do. And moving on to a battle of Evansville teams. This one a very good one. Uh, number six, Evansville Central, fell to modern day 10-7. to seven. Again, a, a same case of Cole. Cold, rainy, windy football, you know, a, a battle of wills right there. Um, we mentioned my Pendleton Heights, Yorktown result. Delta got back on the winning track up in our area. Uh, they were able to take care of Greenfield Central pretty handily, uh, winning by 70 in the football game. Uh, let's move down to 3A. This is an interesting uh, result because the top two teams – 
in the in in three A, Shachard in West Lafayette, both victorious. Again, they're on opposite sides of their sectional <laughs> bracket, but it's so packed at the top of three A, and and really those are the two class programs. But exciting and also uh, a little intriguing and and frustrating for those two teams that only one's going to uh, exit that sectional. To be at that game. I mean, <laughs> I'd be honest with you. That's going to be, as I like to say, a slobber knocker when those yeah. two get it. And uh, uh, West Lafayette can put some points on the board, but, you know, Chittard is. Yeah, they, they, oh my goodness, I, they're 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 fantastic, and you know it's one of those situations, especially in sectional. I feel the same way you just said it. I would love to be in two places at once, maybe three, <laughs> maybe four. We can't do that, so uh, somebody needs to come up with that invention for sectional football, right? <laughs> there we go. Uh, number seven, Garen Catholic uh, fell to a Michigan team. Um, you know, you saw uh, number six Cherubosco be, uh, beat beat uh, uh, um, uh, or excuse me, number ten West Noble over Cherubosco. Um, Fort Wayne Concordia. This one, uh, I think, one you mentioned last week, fell to six a Carroll sixteen to nothing. But again, a close contest throughout. And this is a this is a sack team. Uh, when you look at Carroll and you look at Concordia, Concordia, uh, the Lutheran school up in Fort Wayne, uh, has some great athletes. Uh, comes tournament time, it's sack time. That's sure what we is. called up there. It's sack time because you don't really look at records. You look at athletes, and they've got athletes. Sure thing. Down to two-way Western Boone, the number one team, and two-way was able to get a 20-14 to win over Danville. Uh, number five, Eastbrook over Blackford, 31-8, to and setting up a quite an interesting weekend for one Jeff Adamson, the head coach. You think of two losses they've got, yeah. you know, and uh, where they have come since those two losses. last one was Delta, first one was Demarion. And it's Jeff Adamson at his finest, getting his team prepared each and every week. And this is an outstanding football team at Eastbrook. One of the best the state has at any class. So number seven, Cecina fell to Cardinal Ritter in overtime, 21-14. to 14. You saw uh, a team like Heritage Christian beating uh, a Howe team handily, 33-6. to six. Uh, Number 11, Eastern. Number 12, Eastern Hancock as well. That Eastern Hancock team, a really, really good football team in two-way. Uh, and, and 1A, again, same story, the number one team in the class able to get a big win over Speedway 42 to 13 and number 2 South Adams blanking Woodland 15 to nothing again South Adams a very good football team too we, we, we've mentioned every team that right. really there's some really good football teams that's a good good football team you know they're undefeated that game was zip zip early and Arnold was not able to throw the football that night why weather again yes. but they were to be able to overcome and win it 15 to nothing over a very good Woodland team and moving on to number four, Adam Central, who defeated Bluffton 33-7. to Of course, the results were just half of the story from the weekend because when the sectional pairings come <laughs> out, Bob, that's of conversation. That's where we will go next on Extra Point Indiana. It's presented by Lawrence Technological University. We're back in a moment. I've always been really good at math and science, and I knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but not as a doctor. So I chose Lawrence Tech's biomedical engineering program. I've pushed myself to take internships like this one at a hospital in an orthopedic research lab. Thanks to Lawrence Tech's unique hands-on style of education, I'm graduating with a published research paper and a job. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. 
We welcome you back to the program. It's Extra Point Indiana presented by Lawrence Technological University. Bob Stambazzi to my left. I'm Mark Forrester filling in as best I can for Greg Rake Straw. And I don't know, filling in, maybe just keeping the seat warm is the right way to say it. But, uh, it, it, you know, Greg, I'm sure, is just as excited as we are because it is sectional time. Uh, the pairings were announced uh, this past weekend, and there's some very interesting matchups. As we'll go th- down through that before we talk about the Week 9 matchups because, again, I know in my area there are some fantastic Week Nine matchups, which most most of the time when you get to Week Nine you're priming for you know that sectional time. But I don't feel that way as at least in our area, Bob. Well, it's going to be unique uh, uh, games here at the end because you got some conference championships out yeah. there dangling, but. And everybody's looking at the sectional draw. I mean, yes. that's what uh, has everybody's fascination right now. So if we go to the sectionals first, because that is uh, fresh in people's minds at this point, there are uh, some good ones. Uh, mm. Sectional one, Lafayette Jeff against Merrillville. Jeff has been unscathed to this point. Uh, they'll face a 7-1 and Merrillville team. That'll, that'll get their attention right at the start. As like Valparaiso, up in the northwest corner, up in the region. Yes. Uh, Jeff puts points on the board. Uh, Merville, don't let you put points on the board. So this is going to be a very physical uh, football game. It's going to be at Merville. Uh, so uh, Jeff's got to travel up 65 to get up there to play this football game. Uh, it's it's going to be a knockdown dragout, period. Sectional three, I'm going to pass this one over to you. Carroll, Fort Wayne Snyder. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands up like this, <laughs> man. Well, it's Carolyn Snyder. That game we played. I'm guessing over at Northrop. Now, the reason I bring that up, yes, they're on turf. If it had been at Carroll, they're on grass. Yeah, different game, different school. So uh, you look at this. Carroll's going to come in. Uh, they're five and three. Snyder six and two. Uh, Snyder uh, uh, needs to get things going if they're going to want to get back down uh, to Lucas Oil. So this is going to be an interesting matchup for Snyder to start off with. And I'll just say this: Carroll don't like them. <laughs> so this is going to be a lot of fun in this football game. Well, and then one other of note, that is Fishers and Westfield, which is a rematch of last week. Uh, they'll also match up in sectional number three. And 5A, there's really one game of note that is that is uh, very important in that first week. It's well Evansville North at Bloomington South. That'll get some attention as well. You know, you get your – Big running back and, and oh, you said Evansville North. I'm sorry, I was sitting there looking no, at no, new, yeah, your new good. pal game. Yeah. I, I yeah. that Evansville North and in uh, Bloomington South, uh, a lot of pride going to be in that. A sure. lot of distance to cover when you think coming Evansville all the way up to Bloomington for that football game. There's certainly some good good matchups in the sectional play, but people have their attention past that round because once we get to the regional round, there's uh, there's some very intriguing ways that that could set up. Uh, in 4A, this is one that's on both of our sides right. a little bit. Um, I was excited to see this. The delta Mississippi game, round one, 7-1, 7-1. You know, it was, a, it was really a conversation of, and I'm sure Mississippi felt the same way. It was, do you want to play Marion or want to play Delta? For Delta was, do you want to play Mississippi? Do you want to play Marion? I, I don't know if there's a right answer with that one way or the other. This is going to be a fantastic football game. Mississippi, very, very physical football team. Uh, they'll play all 48 minutes on both sides of the football. They play some numbers. Mm-hmm. And when you look at, and you're going to talk about Delta, but Mississippi has been really looking forward to tournament mm-hmm. play because they want another shot at who? Marion. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be a lot of fun. 
Well, Delta the same way. They won a shot at Marion. Marion has defeated them each of the last two seasons in the sectional round. And Delta, that, that setback against Pendleton Heights two weeks ago, they did everything as far as mistakes on their side. If they stay fairly mistake-free, that could be a really good game for them because they came back in a large way against Greenfield Central, as we mentioned in the first segment of the show. And this is one of those that is obviously on, on, on my side. I cover Muncie Central, sectional 21, and not the most headlining of matchups, but this is how sectionals go about. Muncie Central could go 0-9 in the regular season. Their sectional set up in a way that they have some favorable opponents had they gotten matched up. Well, they tend to get one of those, and that is at Greenfield Central, who is 1-7. Get this, Bob. They could go 0-9 in the regular season. They could go to Greenfield Central, win their first game of the year in the first round of the playoffs. That's how wacky the sectional round can be. <laughs> but that's high school sports. That isn't is. it, isn't it, that's what we live for in Indiana. That is. That is. And there's some uh, outstanding matchups still in 4A. But let's move down uh, to the 3A aspect. It's uh, Fort Wayne Concordia at McConaughey. This one has your eye as well in sectional number 27 in 3A. And McConaughey, I tell you, we, we talked about Concordia a minute ago, but McConaughey right now uh, is playing good at football as anybody in the area. And they're – really have their goal set on winning this sectional. They have an opportunity for the first time in school history uh, to win this sectional for McConaughey, and, and, and they're just playing awfully, awfully good football. As last week, they put like 56 points mm. on the board. They can churn it out. Well, and then going down to sectional 28, Garen Catholic's going to be at Yorktown. We mentioned how exciting that's going to be. Chittard at Brebuff. That's a 7-1 and Chittard team against a 6-2 and Brebuff team. Chittard and West Lafayette, one and two respectively. Uh, backwards, by the way. It's it's Chittard <laughs> one, West Lafayette two. They are on opposite sides of the bracket in that section. Only one can advance. Uh, Two-way, let's pioneer at loose cast. I mean, my goodness. This is this is where I would have had the second of me, the second version of me go to that game while I was covering the game that I'm actually going to cover, Bob. <laughs> uh, this is going to be an outstanding football game, Pioneer up because of the success factor coming up to 2A and everybody thought well they'll go 500 nah uh, they played football at Pioneer and Lewis Cass changed their style totally they throw the football and then they run or then they run and then they throw the football so this is going to be a great matchup with Cass and Pioneer Another one that has my eye in two-way. It won't necessarily get the most headlines. It's a 7-1 Eastern Hancock team that has been consistent all year long. Mm -hmm. They'll go at Winchester, a 6-2 football team, sectional 38 of Class 2A. And then sectional 44, here's Southwood undefeated at this point going into Week 9. They'll have Cherubusco in the first round there and sectional 44 of Class 1A. Oh, this is going to be a tough matchup for Southwood. they got to get on the road and go up to uh, uh, Cherubusco right after playing playing uh, Tippy Valley this week. Right. And so this is going to be an interesting matchup for uh, Southwood up there. This is a tough place to play up there at Eagle Land. So uh, Southwood has to go in there healthy because Cherubusco, over the years that I've watched them play or even officiate their games, they're a very physical, physical football program. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. And let's run through some Week 9 matchups. We'll just go one per uh, class. And 6A, it's not really a matchup. It's several matchups that could decide <laughs> – a possible four-way tie for the Mick Conference title. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yes. It comes down to that. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. So, uh, some, some to keep in mind. Warren Central going to play Columbus Sycamore of Ohio. Um, you're also going to see uh, Center Grove uh, facing off against Cathedral. Uh, Carmel's got an interesting one. Ben Davis in the mix. <laughs> North Central in the mix. It's, 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 it's craziness. The one that has my eye, we'll talk about a little bit later, is New Palestine at Delta. Delta can get a share of the HHC title in 5A. That has people's eye. In uh, 4A, you've got Evansville North. Evansville Memorial, that went a 5-3 and three and 7-1 and one team respectively. You head to 3A, Lewis Cass, 7-1 at West Lafayette, 7-1. And, and South Bend, Washington at Mishawaka Marion is also a very good one. Uh, this one, uh, we'll see what happens with those two. Yeah, and, and Washington really been playing good football uh, this year. Marion... Can they rebound off of that loss last week? Right, absolutely. A uh, 2A, 4 and 4 Lebanon team is going to go at Western Boone. That of note, Eastern Hancock, 7 and 1 at LaPel, 5 and 3. We mentioned them a couple of times. Every single mm-hmm. week, it seems like they're playing a really quality program. 1A is very easy. Two teams that are undefeated at this point. Traders Point uh, uh, is going to host Lutheran. <laughs> wow, what a good one in 1A. Is that would be a outstanding football game to go see? Yes, I mean would. I've heard so much about Lutheran, but here comes Traders Point coming into there. That's going to be a slobber knocker. It's good stuff. We're going to finish up when we return here in a moment. But first, a recruiting report from Twenty Four Seven Sports. Alan True. This is Alan True from Twenty Four Seven Sports for this week's State Champs Recruit Report. There's some action happening in Indiana as two players from the state have committed to Mid-American Conference schools. The first is Elkhart Central offensive tackle Jonathan Decker, who made his verbal to the Central Michigan Chippewas. Decker had several offers from FCS schools and gained a lot of interest early in this fall after gaining 30 pounds in the offseason. Now 6'5", 251 pounds, quickly jumped on the Central offer after they extended it when he visited Mount Pleasant. Merrillville's Jeremiah Howard, a senior two-way athlete, has committed to Northern Illinois as well. Howard brings 1104 speed in the 100-meter dash to Northern Illinois and the ability to play both ways, but we're thinking he might be a wide receiver. He already has 36 receptions for 727 yards and eight touchdowns as a senior. And finally, Eastern Michigan wants to keep that action rolling in Indiana as they extended an offer to Hammond Morton defensive lineman De'Aaron Kelly. Kelly is only a junior, but he's six foot two, 240 pounds, and now has four offers, all from the MAC. The Eagles join Bowling Green, Toledo, and Western Michigan on his list. For this week's State Champs Recruit Report, I'm Alan True. I've always been really good at math and science, and I knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but not as a doctor. So I chose Lawrence Tech's biomedical engineering program. I've pushed myself to take internships like this one at a hospital in an orthopedic research lab. Thanks to Lawrence Tech's unique hands-on style of education, I'm graduating with a published research paper and a job. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. 
We welcome you back to Extra Point Indiana, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Bob Stam- Stambazzi, you know him. I'm just the intruder for the week. That is Mark <laughs> Forrester. I'm sitting in for Greg Rickstraw, keeping the seat warm for him as we spotlight at this point of every single show on Extra Point Indiana. And one of those that we're talking about is a couple of head coaches, starting with John Hart, the Brownsburg head coach. 27-7 win over Noblesville gives him his 300th career win. Puts him sixth in all-time wins. Uh, he is 390 overall. I don't know a whole lot about sports or math, but that seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, let's head on over to Kevin O'Shea uh, at North Central, continuing to just that incredible story. They win over Pike on Friday, uh, 37 to 15, and the, it's the first uh, opportunity for North Central to have a chance at the Mick uh, Conference title in their 64-year history. That is quite incredible. Now heading over to a couple of players, that is uh, Center Grove running back Daniel Weems. It seems every year Eric Moore has somebody that does something <laughs> like this. They like to run the football, and he's been great over the past five weeks. 689 rushing yards. He has uh, had 233 rushing yards on 26 Six carries in the win over Lawrence North, 35-21. to 21. He's, And they're 4-0 when he rushes for 100 yards. Again, that's a quality stat to let them know, give the ball to Daniel. <laughs> I'd be buying my hogs dinner every week. That's yeah, there I'd you go. Doing. There you go. Uh, and then finally, of course, not least... It's Kenny Tracy. Uh, He put on a display rushing for 192 yards, four touchdowns, three of which were 50 yards or more, and a 62-16 pounding of Perry Meridian. Congratulations to all those four two-head coaches and two outstanding runners in that contest. Now for a look at what's coming at State Champs Indiana this week, we throw it to Lauren. All right, thanks, Mark and Bob. Thank you so much for filling in for Greg this week. You guys are doing fantastic. All right, we think we've got a pretty fantastic show coming up this week. State Champs, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Fox Sports Midwest. So here's what we got as far as football highlights, a lot of football, and we're really pleased that we've got the Evansville area now covered, so we'll have a nice package from Evansville. But we've also got, of course, our Fort Wayne highlights. We've got some Terre Haute highlights. We've got Franklin at Decatur Central football. We are looking forward to that one. Uh, We also have our main event, which is New Palestine at Delta. So we're looking forward to that one for sure. That's going to be great. And we have a story this week on a football player from Carroll High School who, let's just say, loves the friendly skies. That's what's coming up on State Champs, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, Fox Sports Midwest. Check it out. I'm on the Blue Devil football team, and that's a great place to be because other colleges wouldn't let me be both a football player and a nursing student. And just because I'm a dog on the field doesn't mean I can't take care of people. And man, do I love people. The small class size of LTU give me awesome access to my nursing professors. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. 
We welcome you back for a final time to Extra Point Indiana, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Bob Stambassi to my left. I'm Mark Forster. Just trying to keep the seat warm for Greg Rankstraw. It's been a pleasure to be on the program with you uh, today. And we always end the show with where we're going to be for Week 9 of high school football as we look forward to sectional play. There's a lot of great matchups around the state. I know I have a good one. I know you have a great one. Yeah, I'll have a slobber knocker. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. We'll be at it qualifies, folks. It qualifies. It does. It does. <laughs> New Valley High School will host the Southwood Knights in the TRC Championship game. Uh, Southwood secured at least a share. Valley has a share. Can Southwood win it all? Well, we're going to find out on 105.9 to bash Friday night. We're looking forward to seeing what happens in our game, maybe the most anticipated game of the area for us in Delaware County High School football. You can hear that on Muncie Sports Station, 102.9 FM, 1340 AM, WXFN.com. It is undefeated. Not defeated in the regular season since 2013. New Palestine coming to Delta High School to face off against the Delta Eagles, who are 7-1, and one, both ranked in the top 10 uh, of their respective classes. New Palestine number one. Delta, uh, I believe, will be in, in the top eight as they come into the week. This is going to decide a share of the HHC title. If Delta is able to win, they would have a share. New Palestine has a little wrinkle as Charlie Spiegel comes back to Delta High School for his final regular season game. It is also senior night at Delta. There's a lot going on. We're looking forward to a good contest, and we hope, in your terms, that it is a slobber knocker in the final week of the regular season. State champs this week, they will cover Franklin at Decatur Central. That'll be fantastic. North Central at Ben Davis. Uh, a lot of Mick. Uh, implications a part of that as well and then the game we just mentioned New Palestine at Delta a lot that you can cover here on the State Champs Indiana Network thank you Bob it's been a pleasure working with you enjoy this it. week enjoy your game and you guys enjoy your week and get to a game in week nine as we head into sectional play we thank you for watching Extra Point Indiana presented by Lawrence Technological University